the 2023 Philadelphia Eagles. I think they're dead in the water. 27 to 10, the final score. The New York Giants take it. This is the post-game show. Locked on Eagles coming your way. You are Locked on Eagles. Your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 back in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. That's $150 back if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown to get started today. I'm Louis DiBiase. Thanks so much for tuning into the postgame show. 27 to 10, the final score. The Eagles 11 and 6 to end the 2023 season. Second in the NFC East. They blew it yet again today. At one point, we're alive and could have won the division, could have been the two seed. They are not. They are one in five in their last six games. And that none of that matters. They're dead to me. Like, yes, they're going to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs. There's still a playoff game to be had. Looks like it's going to be on Monday night next week. But I just don't even want to talk about that right now because the nightmare continued today against the Giants. I've, I just, I'm not in shock. I, I am in shock. I, I, I don't want to say I can't believe that we're back in the spot that the Eagles are in right now, but I'm kind of in shock that we are back. Like, I've seen crazier things in sports and with this football team, but I would have never predicted this team would be back to where, like, if you wanted to prove that time is a circle, then look at the Philadelphia Eagles because I feel like we're living the post-2017 timeline all over again like after the worst loss of the Nick Sirianni Jalen Hurts era last week against the Arizona Cardinals the Eagles followed it up with the worst loss of the Nick Sirianni Jalen Hurts era again this is it really does feel like post 2017 all over again but honestly this collapse is worse because the 2018 Eagles like you go back to the year right after the Super Bowl to go in the exact order the correct timeline order that team was not 10 and 1 And that team, Doug Peterson's team, did not have the kind of talent that Nick Sirianni has on his offense right now. The coordinator issue, yes, it's the same. The issue with Howie Roseman not being able to replace players after a Super Bowl run, that is exactly the same. But those were the issues still this year when the Eagles were 10-1. This team quit. This team, it feels like their best players. That's the problem is it wasn't just... The bad players, like they were still bad after 10 and 1. The coordinators were still the coordinators. The issues were the same all year. But Nick Sirianni, I think, lost his team this year because they still have stars on both sides of the ball at very important positions that got them to a 10 and 1 record and they collapsed. At least those teams with Doug Peterson, again, you knew you knew there was a decline like they were regressing more and more year by year slowly but surely after 2017 and then 2020 they fell on their face but at least like when you look at the 2018 season the 2019 season at least they got better as the year went on at least they overcame adversity I thought that was what this team was built on when you look at all these players and coaches and their track record their history of overcoming but they've gotten worse and worse I, I can't believe that we're here to answer a one in four stretch, right? This team is one in four in their last five games. Still heading into this game with some glimmer of hope to be the two seed, host a home playoff game, and win the division. 
against a team that in the New York Giants that are dead in the water, that has very little talent on both sides of the ball, that's on their third quarterback. By the way, both Tommy DeVito and Tyrod Taylor played in this football game, and you get blown out. Blown out. A 24-0 deficit in the first half. Even for the issues they have, and they have a lot of them on the coaching staff, in the front office, on the roster, even with all those issues, this is inexcusable what this team has done these last six games. Because again, those problems, yes, they weren't as extreme. It didn't, you know, everything didn't compound the way it has lately in those first 11 weeks. But the issues were still the issues. And you were 10-1. and This is one of the biggest collapses you can see from what was supposed to be a perennial Super Bowl contender. Like, they were a good team with holes, right? That's what we always said through the first 11 games. Like, they are still a team. Like, yes, they are not perfect like the 2022 Eagles. They get in their own way. They make a lot of mistakes. They have bigger roster problems. They have more coaching problems than last year. But it was still a really, really good football team that beat really good teams, and they had elite players playing elite football at very important spots that overcame. So that's why I don't want to ex- I don't want to say, well, you know, what are you supposed to do when you have the talent on the second and third level of the defense that you do, or you have Brian Johnson and you have Matt Patricia, who looks worse than Sean Desai. Those problems were still problems in your first eleven games. Nick Sirianni's team quit. Doug Peterson's teams, those teams never quit. They were worse. I think Doug had to deal with more like, yes, the coordinator issue again was the same. And I don't know why that keeps happening with Eagles coaches. They just can never replace coordinators. And yes, Howie Roseman is struggling to replace players after a title run like he did last time. But this roster is way better than those teams. I don't want to hear that. I mean, I don't want to hear the the problems. I'm going to talk about them, but this should be a good football team still. I don't think they should be elite. I don't think it should be Super Bowl or bust, but they should not be one in five in their last six games where they're getting blown out by the New York Giants and losing to the Arizona Cardinals and losing to Drew Locke. Because this was a team this year, this year, that was beating Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and the Miami Dolphins and the Dallas Cowboys. Like, how did this happen? Jalen Hurts, like, what happened? Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat, what? Jalen Carter, where are you? This offensive line, what is going on? I mean... This is just not a good football team right now. It's not. They have the same issues every single week, and they do not correct them. That is a bad football team. And I think they're dead. I don't think they're getting out of the first round. I mean, yes, like people, I, I laid out the ideal path for them this week. I was trying to be positive and talk about how they can still go on a run. And even as the five seed, like you're still going to go to the NFC South winner, and that's not a good football team. This isn't a good football team. I think Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now would put up 30 points at least on this defense. I don't know. If they're getting out of the first round, there's no way they're getting out of the second. They're not beating the 49ers. They're not beating the Cowboys. They're not beating the Lions. I don't know if they can beat Tampa Bay right now. And I cannot believe that this year, if if you could go back just two months ago and you told that version of us, that this is what we'd be talking about, and we don't believe that you can go on the road and beat Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay? That's, but that's genuinely how I feel right now. I do not think they're winning next week because look at what Tyrod Taylor did to that defense today. I mean, again, I, I just can't believe it. I mean, I can because, again, I've seen so many crazy things with this football team and with sports, but it's insane that we're back in this kind of position to the point where I could not believe I was sitting in that chair today watching that football game and asking the question about Nick Sirianni. Should this still be their coach next year? 
again, even without winning the division, like zoomed out, like he makes the playoffs in all three years, makes a Super Bowl in year two. You know, this year they're going back to the playoffs. When you actually look at how this season transpired, I don't know. I've never seen a collapse like this. Like if you could justify firing Doug Peterson after 2020, I think you could make the case that this is worse. What And yes, they, they've won 11 games. He, this isn't a four-win season like Doug had in 2020, but this is one of the biggest collapses I've seen. And with Doug, I don't even think I trusted Doug after 2020 more than I trust Nick Sirianni right now. Real, honestly, because I think Doug had to deal with a lot more than Nick. And I think a lot of what Nick's dealing with, a lot of that is self-inflicted. With Doug, a lot of it sure was the same. Like He could not, like Nick, he could not get the coordinator position right, but his roster was way worse. Way worse. And he was not 10-1 and one to start and then tank a season. This is a historic collapse. And they just look like they have no fight left in them. And maybe that turns around next week. Again, I've seen crazier things. I've seen dead Eagles teams come back. But this team's dead right now. Dead. I, I cannot believe the effort and how badly they played today. Just unbelievable. 27-10, to 10, the final score. It was just the same problems over and over. And yay, aren't you excited? We're going to talk about those same problems coming up next right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs at the start of the new year. Every small business owner is asking themselves the same questions. What's the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn is not just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, exciting news. Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. 27-10 the final score. The Eagles finish off the 2023 season with a nightmare scenario. Finishing the year, their final six games, 1-5. They were 10-1. Sure, they had issues that they still have but they were comfortable in the one seed. Jalen Hurts was playing great. He was an MVP favorite. The pass rush was still great. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith were great. The offensive line was great. There is nothing great about this football team right now. It's not, it's not just a good football team that's struggling. This is now, and it shouldn't be considering some of the players they have, but this is a bad football team. This is a team that does not deserve to be, I don't even think in the playoffs. Like They are not a playoff team right now the way they're playing. Again, they're 1-5 in their last six. They got... They didn't just lose to the Giants. Like last week, they lost to the Arizona Cardinals in a close game, which is still inexcusable the way they were leading, and it's a bottom three team in the league. But this game, it wasn't even close from the start. You got your doors blown off by a dead team. You're the dead team now. The Eagles are dead. 
I mean, like, yes, they still could win a playoff game next week, which is insane. I have no faith in that right now. This team looks like they quit, and that just, again, is so surprising to me. When you look at their makeup of the last three years and the players, their track record, the character, and what I thought this coaching staff was about, and I don't know. It's just, again, when the same problems happen over and over again, that's the recipe of a bad football team, and that's bad coaching, especially when good players and good units are making the same mistakes over and over. Like, it's on the players, too. You cannot excuse A.J. Brown for putting the football on the ground today, right? You cannot excuse Jalen Hurts and some of his fumbles this year, the penalties that you know put you in a third and 15 today. When you don't have A.J. Brown after that injury, Devontae Smith, you got to throw to Julio Jones and Quez Watkins. You're already behind the eight ball with bad play calling. Penalties, too, put you in a hole. Like, that's on the players. But when you look this unprepared and this undisciplined, like, that goes right back to the coaches. When you have no answer for the blitz still, 18 weeks through the season, when you're running four verticals and you're relying on Jalen Hurts to bail you out, you're not trying to scheme guys open, when you don't have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, that's the sign of a really bad football team. When you look on defense, Matt Patricia is desperate. And again, a lot of that is the personnel right now just sucks on the second and third level. But they have no plan. They're just throwing desperation heaves, blitzes that don't make any sense with soft coverage, a wide open middle of the football field. This coaching staff, it's like, it's so bad. And the turnovers, they did not go away today. The penalties didn't. Again, it just feels so uncharacteristic over three years, but this is who they've been all year this year. Like, this is who they are, character-wise. They've been an undisciplined football team since August when you heard rumblings from reporters that, hey, this team has been sloppy in practice. Nick Sirianni has not been happy about it. This is who they've been. Like, they showed you early on that this is who they were, and they were able to overcome it a lot this year because of the elite talent they had, but that elite talent... I don't know if they quit, if they're dead tired, the confidence is shot, but they're no longer able to carry this football team, and they're losing every game as a result. They're losing every game as a result, and that goes to me right back to the head coach. And the defense looks worse than they have in a very long time. Like, this is 2020 bad, this is 2015 bad, this is, it's really bad. Howie Roseman, he's got his work cut out for him this offseason. Like, he should not get off the hook. This is what Howie does, it feels like after a title run. He just does not know how to sustain a roster. And yes, it gets a lot tougher when you pay a quarterback, right? When you lose free agents like Javon Hargrave, you're not going to be able to keep everybody. That's the reality. You can talk about how he maybe should have kept this guy versus this guy, but ultimately you're going to have to replace those players too. And he is just, that's not what he's good at. How he is a builder. He is very good at taking a bad team and getting them back to a certain floor and not even just a certain floor, but a Super Bowl ceiling. Like, he's done it multiple times. But when you're, when it comes down to this Eagles team wanting them to compete for championships year in and year out, like the new standard that Doug Peterson talked about all the way back in 2017 and what we thought the standard was going to be this time around. Like, this is the time, even more, like, you know, after 2017, we had hoped they would compete for championships, but you could see they were an older roster and there were reasons they might not be a Super Bowl team every single year. After 2022, this was like when I was like, okay, they should be great for five to 10 years where they're constantly competing for Super Bowls. This is when that sustainability will come. And after one year, it feels like, again, not that last year was a mirage, but it's, this is just the Eagle cycle. Again, it just feels like we're in a time loop. Like it feels like we're going through the post-2017 era all over again. And it's just a lot of the same problems, but... It's more frustrating now because this team is better than those teams. 
This team has too much talent. This team was 10-1. and one. And you're now losing, you're down 24 nothing to Tyrod Taylor and nobody. That's not a good football team. That had nothing to play for. And just, I, man, I can't believe this team's going to be in the playoffs next week. This has been the weirdest year because even again in 2018, 2019, we've seen some Jekyll and Hyde seasons from this football team. But again, you could see things slowly building those years, right? This was just a complete collapse. Like after that Bills win, again, yes, they were struggling in those games. A lot of deficits they had to overcome. But to predict this kind of collapse, I just, yeah, it's insane. I don't don't even know where to go from here. I mean, they have a lot of work this offseason to do that I did not think they'd have to do. But before that, they do have a playoff game. Eagles, Buccaneers, probably next Monday night. Got some thoughts on that as we wrap up the postgame show. 27 to 10, the final score in MetLife Stadium. The Eagles 11 and 6 to end the season. This is the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapped up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 back in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 back in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, too. There are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, all that and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. All right, Eagles fans, thanks so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. 27 to 10, the final score. The Eagles finished the 2023 season. 11 and 6, second place in the NFC East. They're the five seed. They are heading to Tampa Bay next week to take on the NFC South champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led by Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans and a team that I think is going to score a lot of points on this football team. Because guess why? Every team scores a lot of points on this football team. And Again, last week, even after the Cardinals lost, like I have been just trying to hang on to any sort of hope and positivity that I can, like going back in time to certain seasons, trying to, you know, that team was able to do it. They could overcome this, and we have more now at this position, and, you know, they can do this, blah, blah, blah. If this path happens, I've been trying to hang on to any sort of positivity I could to the point where I said, even as the five seed, they could do this. They could beat Tampa or New Orleans. They should beat those teams. Maybe you can avoid San Fran in the second round and, get to the NFC title, and then all bets are off like in 2018, but I'm not feeling that now. Honestly, in the Eagles, they head into that game against the Buccaneers as favorites, which to me is crazy. Um, I'm not, I don't believe that, I'm not, I don't want to say I don't believe they can win that football game because, again, when you have, that, that's the thing, is like when you have Jalen Hurts still, <laughs> when you have the talent they do, I don't want to say, like, you should not say losing to or beating Tampa Bay would be virtually impossible. Um, but if I'm not expecting it, which is crazy, I'm not even. Last week, I was expecting them, even as the five seed, coming off that Cardinals win to get at least one playoff win this year. Now, like, it's my expectations have slowly gone from Super Bowl or bust to, okay, maybe not Super Bowl or bust, but they should at least be in the NFC Championship still, right? Like, it should still be them in San Francisco. They're still better than Dallas. And then after the Dallas game, I'm like, okay, they should at least get win a playoff game, right? They should at least they should still be a top three team that should be up there to make the NFC title. Like the NFC title still, there's a pretty good chance. And then last week I was saying there's still, you know, maybe the NFC title now is a pipe dream as the five seed, but they should still get at least one playoff win. 
I'm not even there now. Now I'm not even thinking playoff win. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm shocked that my expectations are at that point right now, but it's in, it's in the gutter. I'm almost on E. Again, the only thing that gives me hope is that this team at one point this year was nine games over 500. And this is not the 2020 Eagles where you just do not have the players that can do it. Like, you have better players than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. To me, even with the problems the Eagles have, this is still a more talented, better put-together roster than Tampa Bay. And again, as Eagles fans, we've seen some chaotic seasons turn for better or for worse dramatically. We literally saw it this year. The opposite, for the most part, of what we're used to. Normally, it flips the other way, but... Again, we've seen crazier things. I just, though, I've been saying that for weeks. I've been saying that for weeks, and we keep getting the same results over and over again. The same turnovers, the same penalties, the same awful play calling, very little logic to the decisions being made on either side of the ball, the in-game management, the lack of talent on the second and third level of the defense. It's the same thing over and over again. So for me to keep trying to create paths for this football team feels redundant. It feels unnecessary because they're not correcting anything. They're not correct. Like even to keep saying they have this talent, it doesn't. It clearly doesn't matter because they have all this talent and they can still lose to the Giants. They can still lose to the Arizona Cardinals. They can still lose to Drew Locke. It doesn't matter. So they can still do it. I just can't imagine suddenly after seven weeks of this, and not just seven weeks, they haven't corrected these problems all year. They were able to overcome it early in the season, but these have been the same problems over and over again. For them, for me to bank on or to predict or try to sell you on this team in just seven days, turning that all around and just suddenly hitting some sort of switch, it, it, that feels like, you know, I know it's the playoffs and the 2017 Eagles were able to do that. At the end of the year, the 2018 Eagles were able to do that. Same with 2019, which felt virtually impossible. Like, again, we've seen it happen before, but for me to like predict that or expect it or even hope at this point just feels, I don't know. After this game, again, against Arizona, I was still trying to muster up that kind of hope and try to talk about that to you on the show. But after this game, it's like, I, that just feels pointless to me. Maybe my mind will change on tomorrow's show or maybe by Thursday or Friday, I can, you know, find those playoff juices again. And I just, I don't know though. <laughs> I mean, this game is not going to leave my brain. I can't believe how bad they looked today. They got destroyed by a garbage football team. People are talking about now, for a playoff team, they're talking about not the game, not the Eagles-Buccaneers game. They're talking about firing Nick Sirianni. And there's been years where I'm like, you know, typical you know sports fans that are upset in the moment on Twitter, like, fired this guy, trade this guy, bench him, cut him. And I don't like to be that reactionary. But right now, I get it. I, it's, and I can't believe it, but I'm not saying they're going to fire Nick Sirianni next year. I'm not even saying they should yet. I don't really know how I feel about that situation yet. I'm still you know, a few, an hour removed from the end of that game. But the fact that in my head at all, I don't think it's crazy, and it's a rational discussion to be having right now, it's something you should be talking about, is crazy to me. For a guy that has made the playoffs in all three years, he's been the Eagles head coach, that has a winning record, that was in the Super Bowl last year, that was 10-1 and this year. The fact that we're talking about this again is crazy. <laughs> I mean, there's never a dull moment being an Eagles fan, and I'll tell you what, this has got to be the most fun team to cover. Just when you think, like, it's such a unique story, you know, being... 
I don't know, the chaos and being unpredictable is predictable for this football team. And that's where we're at. So I guess we should just expect this. Maybe that's why we should expect a win next week. Maybe this is the year they go all the way. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, my head is spinning after that football game. 27 to 10, the final score. Let me know what you think. Hit me up. Let's talk at Lockdown Birds at DBASI L O E. Be back on the show tomorrow as well. Gino, thank God he had the day off for his mental health running the CGS All-Star game down in Dallas with all those guys down there. He's already under draft mode, and honestly, I think you should be too because this roster needs a lot in the 2024 NFL draft. 27-10 to again, the final score. The Eagles end the season 11-6 and next week. Playoff time, the wild card round. They head back to Tampa Bay for the second time in three years in the postseason. That game likely going to be on Monday Night Football, but we'll get the official word on that later on this week on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Thanks again for making us your first listen each and every day. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go birds, I guess. I don't know. Have a good day, everybody.